Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Healers. For those who are new, welcome. My name's Morgan. I am the host. And for returners, thanks again for being here, subscribing, and of course, following along. It's good to have you all back. So I wanted to give you an update because this podcast is now on Amazon Music and Podcast. So thank you all so much for your support and for listening. Um, and if you're listening from Amazon Music already, thank you so much for already checking it out. And if not, and you think that's your preferred streaming method, all the episodes are now uploaded on there. So thank you, Amazon Music, for your invite. And thank you, everyone, like I said, for supporting and listening bi-weekly or monthly to the Holistic Tips episodes. So Holistic Tips, if you're not sure what this is, um, again, it's within my Holistic Healing podcast show, but each month on the first of every month, I like to share, or I guess I was giving, um, people wanted me to give some recommendations just from me because on the Holistic Healers uh, show I have on guests and we, you know, talk to experts and, or we just talk to people who have been through the healing journey themselves. And some people have wanted to hear some of my own personal recommendations. And so I do this monthly little tidbit, um, little shorter episodes to give you some information. So hopefully you guys are enjoying them so far. If not, definitely go check them out. I'm on Apple, now Amazon, Google, uh, Spotify and kind of everywhere in between. So definitely go look at them. All right. So for today's episode of Holistic Tips, I wanted to talk about breathing. <laughs> and we all do it, right? If we're alive and well, I guess, you know, we all have to breathe. Um, but more often than not, we are actually all probably not breathing as best or maybe as effective for our health as we could be. So a little backstory on this. Uh, I was trying to look for answers, I guess, for my own stress and anxiety. Um, if you know me, I'm an overthinker. Um, I'm a perfectionist and I spiral <laughs> very quickly with my thoughts. And I um, wanted to work on ways in which I could maybe help this overthinking and this anxiety. And uh, within my work, I came across just different breathing techniques and I started to explore that world a little bit and the anatomy behind us all breathing and what it does to our emotional, our mental, and even our physical health. And so when I dove deeper into this topic, I looked at, you know, what are the what are the impacts of improperly breathing? And we'll go into the different types here real quick. But basically what I found was improperly breathing, um, so not getting a full belly breath, can upset the oxygen and the carbon dioxide exchange within our own bodies. And so you're probably like, okay, well, what would that mean? Um, typically, this could show up as anxiety. I think this is definitely for me um, what it shows up as. Uh, there can also be panic attacks, sometimes fatigue, and just other physical and emotional impairments. So if you think this is resonating already, definitely feel free to keep listening. Um, we're going to talk a little about the different types of breathing. So shallow or chest breathing versus abdominal or like deep belly breathing. 
And then at the very end, we are going to talk about some different types of breathing exercises you all can start doing if you are someone like me who has struggled with anxiety or want to stop the overthinking, maybe are you know, experiencing that fatigue or the panic attacks, maybe this is something that could help. All right, so what is the different types of breathing? So first we have the shallow breathing is what they call it. Um, this is also known as like thoracic or chest breathing. And basically what this means is I want you to imagine, and maybe I can give an example, um, you breathing quickly, right? It's I almost think of it as like hyperventilating, but maybe not to that, you know, extreme. But when we think of chest breathing, I like to put my hand on my chest. Um, and when I do chest breathing, I feel my chest rise, right? Um, I don't get the full belly breath, so I don't see my belly actually expanding. Instead, I see my chest going in and out. And maybe my shoulders are going up instead of my stomach and my, um, I guess my belly as well going down. And so when I'm chest breathing, I'm not getting the full extent of my air. And so essentially what that happens, um, I'm upsetting again that oxygen and carbon dioxide level in my body. And so what does this feel like? Increased heart rate, potentially dizziness, some muscle tension, and just other physical sensations. So if you even do it with me, right, put my hand on my chest and I take a deep breath in. Um, well, I guess maybe not deep breath, but if I do a little shallow breath, quick little one, I immediately feel my chest expand. I don't feel it all the way down where I want it to be, um, but I do feel my chest expand. And then when I do it, you know, over time for the next minute or so, you'll see that my heart rate starts to increase. I I feel that muscle tension. I feel like I'm about to be in fight or flight mode, right? Like I'm about to kick someone's door down or something. I don't know. Um, but your blood, right? It's not going to the full extent of your body. You're not using the full expansion of your lungs. And what it does is you're telling your body this, I'm under stress. This is a stress response. And this can contribute to anxiety and panic attacks if this is something that you know you deal with and you can't find answers it's not to say that's the only response or the only uh solution or maybe the root cause of it but this could be a coping mechanism um, that you guys could try if you are someone dealing with one of those symptoms so that's like the thoracic chest breathing shallow breathing sometimes you'll hear it as breath the second one is diaphragmatic or abdominal or even deep belly breathing. So this is a type of deep, you know, breathing that engages that diaphragm that allows your lungs to expand fully and create this negative pressure um, within your body from the air coming through your nose and your mouth and it fills those lungs, right? And this is kind of the way that newborn babies breathe. And what we're trying to do is relax our body. So if you want to tell your body to get out of that fight or flight mode, this is a great somatic coping strategy you could do, right? And when we do diaphragmatic breathing, this stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system. And this is all throughout polyvagal theory, and I can create a whole uh, episode in itself about this. But essentially, 
there's three nervous systems, um, one of which is the sympathetic, which is that fight or flight um, mode response where we feel worried or maybe we feel angry. This is that anxiety that happens with that shallow or thoracic breathing. And then we have the parasympathetic that I was just talking about, nervous system. And this is when we feel relaxed. This is when we feel calm. We have a regular beating heart. We have natural blood flow. Our breathing is settled and we are able to digest. Uh, The parasympathetic versus the sympathetic. We're engaging the sympathetic nervous system when we're doing this shallow chest breath. And this is creating that Uh, that stress response, and the diaphragmatic deep belly breath. This is engaging your parasympathetic nervous system, your calm response, regulating your heartbeat, and all the stuff that we want to manage our anxiety. So there's a lot more that we could go into when it comes to the um, anatomy of our nervous system in our body, but um, that's a good place, I think, to start with. All right. So now let's move into the different types of breathing exercises you all could be trying. Let's start with the first one that I like. Um, This is called the alternative nostril or nose breathing. So essentially how I like to describe this is you plug one side of your nose. And maybe I sound a little different now because I'm doing this to you um, or trying to do this so I can explain it. But yeah, you cover one side of your nose. It could be either side, your left or your right. And what I want you to do is take a breath in. So, and then you let out. And then you switch sides. So then if I was starting on my left nostril, then you go to your right. You do the same thing. You breathe in for a few seconds, hold, and then let go. That's the first one I like to do. Um... So alternative nostril breathing can be our first one. One that we typically hear about when trying to manage anxiety is the belly breath. I think I even mentioned it a little bit earlier. But the American Institute of Stress actually said that 20 to 30 minutes of belly breathing or abdominal breathing like we were talking about earlier each day can reduce your stress or anxiety. So if I had to recommend one, this would definitely be one at the top. Um, you can either do this, you know, sitting in a chair. I prefer, you know, laying on the ground or in your bed or, you know, somewhere quiet and comfortable for you. And you would place one hand on your upper chest. So kind of, again, like what we were doing earlier with the shallow breath and the other one, your other hand on your belly. So lower. So you'll have one on top on your chest, one at the bottom. Um, lower down on your belly. And so what you're going to do is you're not going to, you know, tell yourself anything mean, you know, obviously if you're starting off and this is new to you, you may just have that response to start with chest. Um, But what I want you to do is just to relax and watch where you are breathing from. Okay. So you're going to breathe in for a few seconds. So one, two, maybe three, Hold it and then let go. One, two, three, four, right? And that can just be another one that you guys do. But what you're looking for is what part of my stomach or my chest even is lifting up. 
And what we want is we want the belly to expand. We don't want our shoulders to go up because that would probably indicate we're chest breathing. We don't want our chest to go up because that would indicate also the chest breathing. But the more that you do that, 20 to 30 minutes a day if you can, um, if that's too much, I would say even like five minutes, um, maybe even listening to a meditation if you want to do two birds with one stone, right? Um, but yeah, five to 10 minutes, maybe one to four times a day. I definitely recommend doing this one um, just because there's just so much evidence um, saying how it can help with your stress and anxiety. <laughs> All right, so we have the alternative nostril breathing. We have the belly breathing. We also have box breathing. And so this one, I want you just to imagine in your head a box, right? And a box, you know, it's equal on all four sides. And that's going to be kind of the directive of our count and how many seconds we're going to hold um, air in us, how much we're going to let out or um, inhale in, right? So exhale for the count of four. So one, two, three, four. Inhale, four, one, two, three, four. Hold for four, one, two, three, four. Exhale for four, one, two, three, four. And then you just go back, right? So then you go back to holding. You inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, and so on. Now, this one, this next one is my personal favorite, and I think it's great for anyone who's impatient like myself. <laughs> um, uh, this is called your four, seven, eight breathing. The numbers can be modified. You can do three, four, five. You can do two, four, six, you know, whatever it is that you do. Um, but the purpose of this is to make sure your exhale, so the third number in that pair, or excuse me, in that row, is longer than the first two. So for this four, seven, eight breathing exercise, also kind of known as the relaxing breath, this is actually a really good natural tranquilizer for our nervous system. And when I use this one, this is my go-to one, when I use this one, I really only have to do it two or three times and I start to notice a difference. And it's pretty quick, right? Four, seven, eight, especially if you knock it down to like two, three, four or something. This helps me so much um, kind of reset. And even I notice a difference in my thoughts when I do it. So for this one, I want you to breathe in for four. Then you hold and count to seven. So four, seven, and then eight. This would be breathing out for eight seconds. So it'd be inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. And what I like about this one is that you'll feel it in your stomach, right? You'll breathe in for four, you'll hold for seven, you're already kind of feeling that strain. And then when you exhale, probably around six seconds, seven seconds, depending on how much breath you give out during that first few numbers of the eight, you'll notice by the end of it, you're like forcing air out of your body. And again, if you do that two or three times, you'll notice a shift already. And that's why I said, if you're impatient and for some reason, you know, don't have the time to do this big exercise of a breathing technique, um, this one can be a good pocket one for you. So again, inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. 
All right. So the next one I have for you all, this one is called the lion's breath. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this one before or have seen it before, but I think this one is the funniest one because I would lead my group sessions with this breath. And uh, for people who are reoccurring and I would do this session again with them, uh, they, <laughs> they just, they would laugh at me all the time for doing this. So I'm going to try to explain it as best as I can. And hopefully I'm going to make someone laugh out there. <laughs> all right. So the lion's breath essentially is you're going to either sit down on the floor, maybe like crisscross applesauce. You can sit on your knees, uh, sit on a chair, you know, whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable. But I always like to say, you know, um, sit up straight and I want you to kind of put some jazz hands uh, kind of to the side of your face, right? And I want you to spread those fingers as wide as possible. So my left hand, my right hand are right kind of near my ears. They're spread out really wide. You're going to inhale through your nose for a few seconds. Then you're going to open your mouth wide after you inhale. You're going to stick your tongue out and stretch it down to your chin. So my mouth is open. I can't do this while I'm talking, but your mouth's open, your tongue's sticking out, trying to reach down as far as you can to your chin. Your fingers are spread out wide and you're going to exhale force, uh, forcefully and carry the breath across your tongue, right? So you're going to go roar or like, ah, or, you know, whatever it is that comes to your mind. Um, but yeah, and that one is always... I think a funny one and if I think laughing and I think just in general is helpful for our stress and anxiety so if you want to do something silly maybe you're teaching your kids how to do belly breasts or trying to engage um, and get rid of stress essentially or manage that stress this would be a really fun one that you could do and you look great doing it. <laughs> All right. Mindful breathing is another one. This is essentially meditation, um, breathing while you're listening to one. Sometimes I like including sounds in this one. So this could be uh, like a calming focus, like om or like peace, saying those words, hearing the statement like breathe in calm, breathe out tension, and kind of just repeating that even like silently in your head or you know, listening to an audio or a video saying it. Sometimes people say, like, let go and relax. You know, when you notice your mind has drifted, take a deep breath and gently return your attention to the present, right? And so sometimes doing stuff like this, having a guided breath can help you, um, especially if you have those wandering thoughts and are wanting to... Um, manage those a little better. All right. Next one I have is your pursed lips. This is kind of resembling that alternative uh, or alternating nostril coping technique. This one is actually with your lips. So I want you to imagine that maybe you're kissing someone or, you know, you have like a straw in your, uh, between your lips but essentially, this is going to limit how much breath you are going to be exhaling. So you're going to start by obviously sitting comfortable or just, you know, somewhere where you can feel relaxed. You're going to keep your mouth closed and you're going to inhale slowly through your nostrils for two seconds. So 
Okay. And then you're going to exhale through your mouth for four seconds. And you're going to have the puckered lips um, as if, again, you have a straw in between your lips or you're giving a kiss. So one, two, three, four. And again, this is supposed to be an intentional slowing of your breath. And, you know, after a few times that you do this, this could be a really helpful way to manage, again, that anxiety. So hopefully you guys are all seeing this theme, how we can limit our breath. We can even control our breath when we're aware of that chest or shallow breath and be able to hopefully manage our anxiety a little better. All right. Oftentimes I use this next um, recommendation for breathing with kiddos, Um, but not all the time. Sometimes if, you know, it's hard to remember, this is a good one if you have a hand. So for this one, I want you to hold up your hand right in front of you. This is called hand breathing. And so I'm seeing the top of my hand. So my palm is facing away from me. The tops of my hand is facing me. And I want you to start either near your thumb or your pinky side. I'm actually going to start near my thumb. But every time you go up on a finger, I'm actually tracing my finger up the side of my hand. Every time I go up, that's going to signal to me to breathe in. So I go up my thumb, that means I'm breathing in. And then once I go down the other side of my thumb to my pointer, that means I'm breathing out. And so again, you can continue up to your top of your pointer. You're going to breathe in on the side to your middle finger down. That's going to be exhale and then inhale, exhale, inhale, and so on until you reach the other side of your hand. Um, Often this is a fun one, like I said, to do with either your kid clients or with your own kids. And um, if not, I think this is just a handy one that you can use. That was kind of punny. I didn't intentionally make that one. All right. The next one I have for you all is coherent breathing. Um, This is somewhat similar to the box breathing. This is also one that you will often see if you have like a garment watch or like an Apple watch or, you know, some sort of like smart watch, I guess. Um, When they have those breathing apps, this is basically like your inhale for a certain amount of seconds and then exhale. We aren't really holding in between, so this is kind of the only difference between your box breathing and this one. But for example, you know, you can sit upright in a chair, lay down, close your eyes, whatever makes you feel relaxed. And then you're just going to gently breathe in through your nose, we'll say for six seconds. So one, two three, four, five, six, and then right after, let out for six. So one, two, three, four, five, six. And this one's awfully recommended for about 10 minutes, um, but it's totally up to you, but doing like six breaths per minute. But yeah, you'll see, trying to get your body back into a natural uh, rhythm and kind of evening it out instead of having really long inhales or and like really quick exhales, kind of making them similar in your timing. All right, the last one I have for you, and again, this is not the only um, 
the only exercises you can do. There are so many more different breathing exercises that I know I'm missing. So definitely, you know, you can talk to your counselor, uh, have a session with me, or even Google it, honestly. And there's a bunch more breathing techniques you can look into. But this last one, this is balloon breathing. This is actually a fun one, too, that you can do um, with your kids or working with kiddos, anything like that. Um, but if you're also working on, like, visualization, um, this could be a helpful one that kind of integrate with it. So for balloon breathing, it's basically just like the belly breath. You're going to have kind of like this imaginary balloon sitting right at, like, your belly button. And what you're going to do is you're going to start with your hands close together. So almost kind of like as if you were praying or something like that. So you're going to place your hands there. You can even put them on your belly. Um, but what you're going to do is you're going to expand the balloon as you inhale. So as I'm breathing in, just depending on how your hands are placed, you're going to expand your hands out wide, right? So you're going to blow up the balloon. Or, you know, if you are doing this belly breath, lift your hands above your belly so that your belly can kind of follow it, right? So you're going to, again, put your hands right near your belly button. You're going to expand your balloon by breathing in. So maybe we'll do like four seconds. Then after four, you're going to exhale fully. So now that you're balloon is full you're going to slowly blow out all that air from your lungs or that balloon that we have in front of us um so you're going to squeeze it all in for four and then you're going to do the same right after the four seconds again you can blow it back um blow back into it imaginarily <laughs> imaginably and um expand that balloon and then once you're done with four exhale for another four so those are the techniques that I often recommend to my clients. We have the alternating nostril breathing. We have the belly breathing, the box breathing, the 478 breathing. That's my personal favorite one. The lion's breath, if you want to laugh. Uh, the mindful breathing, kind of with meditation. The purse lips, the hand breathing. Um, the coherent breathing, and the balloon breathing. So maybe one of these is resonating with you all. Hopefully one of them is. If you have any other suggestions, though, definitely make a comment for the end of this episode. There's question and answer. There's um, some replies for, Sp I think it's on Spotify that you can do. But yeah, definitely DM me. Let me know if you have any other suggestions. I'd love to hear it. If not, thank you for joining me for the Holistic Tips episode of this month. My gosh, it's already April. <laughs> I can't, can't believe it. Um, but hopefully you all are doing well. And if you have any suggestions for future uh, you know, topics you want to hear about, I'd love to hear from you all. So again, thank you so much for joining. We're on Spotify, Google, Apple, and now Amazon Music. So definitely go check us out there for the Holistic Healers podcast. All right. Talk to you all soon. Bye.